When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. On this episode of Newt's World, I'm joined by members of my Inner Circle Club for a fascinating conversation about a wide range of issues and topics on their minds. We hold these regular video conference calls so that we can have an honest discussion about what is happening in America today. I find it extraordinarily helpful to me personally in helping think through the issues that are facing us. So I hope you'll find this episode of Newt's World informative. And if you'd like to become a member of my Inner Circle Club, please go to newtsinnercircle.com and sign up for a one or two year membership today. Well, there are a lot of things to talk about. The meeting last night, which I just wrote a newsletter about, at the White House between President Biden and the congressional leaders didn't go anywhere. Biden is apparently playing a bluff and seeing if he can get the Republicans to cave, which I think is, frankly, a dead loser. Speaker McCarthy, having passed a debt ceiling with a $4.8 trillion cut in spending, is not about to back off at all. So you have to start from that kind of assumption. Going to meet again on Friday. It is possible that they will end up with a deal where the Republicans pass an acceptable spending cut package independently. It gets signed into law, and then they pass a debt ceiling. But it's going to be pretty tricky. Now, the fact is that when Secretary of Treasury Yellen When she said that they're going to run out of money June 1, that's almost never true. Treasury always gives you a date that's much, much earlier than reality, and they can find ways to cover things and probably for another 30 to 60 days if they have to. It just becomes very complicated and very messy. So that's one front. Chairman Comer's press conference this morning with a number of his colleagues outlining the scale of information about Biden corruption is devastating. And I am told that it has had a real impact on Biden himself. 
and that he is pretty rattled right now. Third, the border being open and chaotic with people literally pouring across the border is also putting additional pressure on Biden as it becomes obvious that he has a policy of an open border, massive illegal immigration program that the country would never accept. Fourth, they're faced with the decay of Kamala Harris's position and a growing sense that they can't get rid of her and at the same time they can't win with her. I would say lastly, that it probably is a great disappointment to the elite media and the anti-Trump people that the decision in New York doesn't seem to have had a devastating impact. The jury would not find him guilty of rape. This is a law that was only passed last year to make the woman eligible to file suit over something which, if it did occur, occurred 25 years ago. The Trump people will clearly appeal the decision and argue that the judge was totally biased. But apparently, if you're for Trump, you figure it's a New York political situation. If you're anti-Trump, you assume it convinces you how bad he is. But all the polling data now shows Trump either tied with or ahead of Biden. And I think that that's just an astonishing comment on how deeply divided we are as a country and how badly Biden is doing. The latest poll, which I think is a Washington Post ABC News poll, shows Biden at 36 percent approval, which begins to get into the suicidally weak zone. Plus and I were in Korea. I'll be writing about it. We were speaking to Universal Peace Federation, which does an amazing job and is represented in something like 180 countries. And we also were getting briefed by the South Korean intelligence services and came away with several very specific projects the U.S. should undertake to continue to block North Korea and to protect our ally in the South. Finally, my guess is that the Ukrainians cannot launch a knockout punch, but they can continue to weaken and undermine the Russian military. The fact that the head of the Wagner Group, which is a really big mercenary group, it's like 50,000 men, he has now publicly attacked Putin and attacked the Russian general staff and said that they had failed to send ammunition, that they were getting his men killed needlessly, and he is now threatening to literally pull all of his troops out, which if that happens, the Russian position will be on the edge of collapse because they will not be able to sustain all the places. And once you start withdrawing, if you have an army that's demoralized, things can go bad very, very fast. So no evidence today that the Ukrainians can launch a knockout punch, but increasing evidence that the Russians are being attrited and are getting weaker on a regular basis. That's my sweeping overview of where we are. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. 
I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. March the Majority will come out on June 6th and is available for pre-order now. But what struck me when we were writing it is how relevant it is today. It's really more like a cookbook or a roadmap for how to both create a majority and how to use that majority to get a Democratic president to sign conservative reforms. But Joe, what was your sense of its relevance to today? Well, I think it's really important today because it provides, again, a roadmap for how you get things done and how you can get reforms through Congress and how you win elections. Because you can't do anything if you don't win elections. So I think it's important for those two reasons. And I felt that it really did provide a whole set of principled ways for people to think, and that if they do that, they're going to be dramatically more effective, again, in the Reagan tradition. So I just want to remind everyone that March the Majority will come out on June 6th, and it is available for pre-order now. Hello. I was wondering what your reaction is to the recent news that came out concerning the charges against Representative George Santos, and if you believe the development will have negative impacts on the public's trust in Republican elected officials. I had this happen to me when I was speaker. We had a member from Oregon who had lied about his military record because he didn't have one. And ultimately, we had to get him out of the race and recruit someone to replace him. Speaker McCarthy and his team have an obligation to put public trust first. And I think they may well want to suspend this particular member from the Republican conference. I would hope that they would take steps to protect the public interest and to give people confidence that they place the truth above this particular guy's willingness to vote with them. 
that's a tough decision when you're passing bills with one vote margins. But I don't think they can afford to just ignore the kind of trouble he's in. All righty. And our next question is from Max in Atlanta, Georgia. And he says, after the recent shooting in Texas where the shooter was discharged from the army for mental health reasons, what can we actually do to control the out-of-control gun violence in our country? We ought to find out how he got his guns, because if you have been discharged from mental health reasons, you shouldn't be able to buy a gun. That's the whole point of red flag laws. We need to track down and find out how he got weapons. And I think we have to recognize that between drug addiction and mental health problems, we're in a real national crisis. Beyond the shootings, as tragic as they are, but we're losing more Americans annually to drug overdose than we lost in the entire eight years of the Vietnam War. In addition, when you look at the homeless people, you look at all the different things going on, and you look at the number of people who are involved with guns who are mentally ill, or not just guns, but with assaults, we really have to have a national debate about how we're going to deal with mental health issues that are remarkably pervasive in the current society. My question is, Texas AG Ken Paxton spoke to the Heritage Foundation two weeks ago. The conference was attended by five sitting Republican U.S. senators. Texas AG Paxton explained how it was that Texas did not suffer the same fate as the swing states in the 2020 election. He also explained that as early as May in 2020, he knew based on what he was seeing in his state, Texas, what would happen in November of that year. Further, he called President Trump in May 2020 and told him what he was seeing in Texas and what he expected to see in November 2020 if the Republicans didn't do what he was doing in Texas. Chan Paxton concluded by saying that the Democrats are on track to do the same thing in 2024 that no Republican policy initiatives really matter unless the Republicans get a grip on Democrat unverified ballot harvesting, especially in the big cities. Do you agree with Texas AG Paxton's conclusions? Well, I think you have to assume that in every state that we have control, which is over half the states in the country, that we should clean up the ballot process. You have to assume that in states like California, New York, in Illinois, that the Democratic machine is going to do everything it can to cheat. And then in states that we have to carry, I'd say Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania are three good examples. But we simply have to have enough lawyers on site to fight this. And the places where we have been active and aggressive, we have actually dramatically turned things around. And I think if you look at the results of the 2022 election, there were a number of places now including New York, where we were in fact making a comeback and where our awareness of what the Democrats do and our willingness to go after them aggressively was making a real difference. Do you think that there's any possibility Biden is going to be able to use the 14th Amendment to get around the Republicans' debt ceiling and budget offering? It it almost appears he's cherry picking the wording in the amendment to make it work. What are your thoughts? I do not believe the Supreme Court would shift the balance of power to the executive branch on that scale. Historically, before we had a debt ceiling, Congress had to pass a bill approving every bond issue, literally every single bond issue. And the reason was it was an extension of the spending power. 
And the spending power is clearly in the legislative branch. And I think that you would end up in a huge power struggle. I mean, the easiest thing for the legislative branch to do in that kind of a fight is don't pass the appropriations bills. And the whole government comes to a halt. This is not a one-sided decision. I do not understand why Biden has taken this ultra-hard line about not being willing to negotiate. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. March the Majority will come out on June 6th and is available for pre-order now. But what struck me when we were writing it is how relevant it is today. It's really more like a cookbook or a roadmap for how to both create a majority and how to use that majority to get a Democratic president to sign conservative reforms. But Joe, what was your sense of its relevance to today? Well, I think it's really important today because it provides, again, a roadmap for how you get things done and how you can get reforms through Congress and how you win elections. 
because you can't do anything if you don't win elections. So I think it's important for those two reasons. And I felt that it really did provide a whole set of principled ways for people to think, and that if they do that, they're going to be dramatically more effective, again, in the Reagan tradition. So I just want to remind everyone that March the Majority will come out on June 6th, and it is available for pre-order now. This next question is from Sally in Los Angeles, and she says, what is happening with AI? Should we be afraid? Well, I don't think you should be afraid, but I think you should be aware. We have done one podcast on artificial intelligence. It's a fascinating topic. Last year, Speaker McCarthy took the Intelligence Committee members on the Republican side to MIT for a three-day briefing on artificial intelligence. Two weeks ago, Speaker McCarthy and the Democratic leader, Hakeem Jeffries, hosted a bipartisan briefing at the Capitol with several scientists from MIT on artificial intelligence. They had about 40 members show up. It was pretty useful. We are actively involved. I think the short term, there are significant challenges that we're going to have to deal with. I don't think we're anywhere close to the sort of Terminator example of artificial intelligence deciding to attack us and to take over. But I do think that there are a variety of uses of artificial intelligence. Hello. I was wondering, I just saw a recent ad you had for a new book coming out. I was wondering if you could speak a little bit on what that is about and how we can get it when we would like to. That's great. Thank you. Thank you for asking. And I'm sure that my team later will be critiquing me for not having talked about it at the very beginning. We have a very important new book called March to the Majority. It really matters because it's really a cookbook about what we did for 16 years to grow the majority, to create the contract with America, and then what we did for four years to outmaneuver Bill Clinton so that we have a Democratic president signing welfare reform, the largest capital gains tax cut in history, four consecutive balanced budgets, and a whole range of other things, and coming to the Congress, the State of the Union, and announcing the era of big government is over. Turned out not to be accurate, but it gave you some sense of the mood at the time comes out June 6th. You can pre-order it now. And I think it's a very, very important book for activists, conservatives, Republicans. It's a book which uses history to teach the principles, much like a cookbook, to teach the principles of what works now. And I think you'll find it very interesting. I'm very grateful that you asked the question. Can the injustices of holding the January 6th political prisoners in jail and depriving of them of their constitutional rights be resolved? When you get a new president, the current president deliberately uses an exaggeration about what happened on January 6th. He has based a great deal of his reelection campaign on smearing and attacking Republicans. As recently as yesterday, the presidential press secretary was attacking Republicans as extremists. It's a key part of their vision of the world. And so they're not going to do anything. It's a tragedy. And it's particularly difficult. I think the way it's been handled is extraordinarily un-American and a real threat to our relationship to our government. Ross in Virginia asked, do you think that the lawsuit with E. Jean Carroll will have any effect on Donald Trump? Well, I think it has some effect. It's just one more in a long series of efforts to attack him. I think the problem the left has is that the people who are for Trump deeply believe that all of this is phony, that it's political, 
that it's a smear. The establishment is so terrified of Trump and so terrified of what a new Trump presidency would be like that they will do almost anything to stop it. And I think on the other side, his supporters know that. And so they give him probably greater freedom than he would have. It wasn't such an unending assault. Katie in Pennsylvania, she says, since you were so influential in the budget issues in the 90s, how do you predict our current budget issue playing out? I know that Speaker McCarthy is committed and the Republican leadership is committed. And I think they will get to a balanced budget over the next decade. As all of you know, I led the effort and we had four consecutive balanced budgets for the only time in your lifetime. I think we're going to get back to that. I'm very excited by it. And I think it has great potential. And there are a number of governors now involved in pushing for a constitutional amendment to require a balanced budget. And I think that might be a very, very good idea. I should remind all of you, we do have March to the Majority coming out on June 6th. You can immediately after this both order it in advance and equally important, let all of your friends know that this is an important book and it's a book which has a lot of basic core principles about how we can, in fact, be very effective and very successful in getting back to a majority and getting back to the kind of reforms we need. So I want to thank everybody for joining in. I want to encourage you, if you find this useful as I do, tell your friends and neighbors, we would love to have them join the inner circle. And certainly they can go to Gingrich360.com and find out about all the different things we're doing. So thank you all very, very much for joining us today. Thank you for listening. And thank you to members of my Inner Circle Club. And if you'd like to become a member, please go to NewtsInnerCircle.com and sign up for a one or two year membership today. Newt's World is produced by Gingrich 360 and iHeartMedia. Our executive producer is Garnsey Sloan. And our researcher is Rachel Peterson. The artwork for the show was created by Steve Penley. Special thanks to the team at Gingrich 360. If you've been enjoying Newt's World, I hope you'll go to Apple Podcasts and both rate us with five stars and give us a review so others can learn what it's all about. Right now, listeners of Newt's World can sign up for my three free weekly columns at Gingrich360.com slash newsletter. I'm Newt Gingrich. This is Newt's World. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.